Yo, Kyle, even I am impressed that you and I are in these seats in our offices right now. <laughs> uh, we are back. We are live. We're talking about what happened at NADA, some OEM stuff, and Tesla, of course. Let's talk about Tesla for really just a second. Naturally. It's like we haven't talked about him in six days. Fine. I think I can only talk right. about him when I'm in this seat because I really, <laughs> literally, I heard zero, uh, like, capital... Capital O. I, goose I got egg this text from a buddy. He was, he was like, "Who was the dumb dumb uh, provider that had the Tesla in their like spin car thing?" Or no, it, it was. Was, was like, there a Tesla? It, what was it? Was it? Was what was it? We saw it was uh, Polestar. Well, we saw, we saw a um, Polestar, Polestar and the Hunter. But rack. there was someone with a, apparently a Tesla like in the middle of their booth. It was like, someone's not paying attention. <laughs> well, oh, that's nice. funny. Nice That's that they funny. had a first and last exhibit at NAT. <laughs> uh, good morning. Oh, good morning, folks on the live stream. David, Larry, whoever else yeah. is listening out there that we can't see right now because of the StreamYard setup. Um, what an amazing Look, time we had. We're man, back in the saddle. It, it was an unbelievable time. I yeah. got like, I have, I have lots of thoughts. Lots of thoughts. I know. We could probably spend a whole show just recapping everything, but we recognize that there is a whole host of people that weren't even at an ADA show. Yep. Just know that I like my post yesterday on LinkedIn was just the industry is alive and not just alive, but vibrant, like thriving. The energy around our industry, there's, you know, all the things you see on the news about recession looming and potential changes and all this stuff. Everybody at NADA was like, no, it's go time. Like we're going to see it go. And, and even just being in early in the, in, in the show at the JD power thing and starting to see some of like everything came down in November and December. And like, it's like, like this little curve up trend line in January, right? It's yeah. just, we've only had a couple of weeks in it, but it's just little curve up. It's like, yeah. okay, there's, okay, there's, here we go. I picked up zero defensive mentality at NADA. No. Zero Absolutely. defensive mentality. Yeah, the industry's on the offense, and uh, it's a great thing. It's a great thing for everyone listening this morning that is on the front line. Uh, some people are still probably heading home from NADA, and you know we cover it because it's a big deal in automotive. It does have a broad implications for what's going to happen in the industry. It has broad inf implications for what's going to happen in your store because likewise, there were meetings and initiatives and conversations that will like draw either new uh, software providers into your store or new processes into your store or just new mindsets into your store. So that's why we give it so much attention. If you want to see a little more of what, what goes on there, what went on there, you can still go to uh, our Instagram account for a lot of fun uh, behind the scenes stuff if you want to feel for the vibe. So a so to events or just a so to. Um, and we also have a lot of podcast conversations coming out. Um, one thing that we didn't talk about a lot, we talked a lot about the floor. We talked a lot about, um, you know, different technology platforms and, you know, what some of the leaders in automotive were saying, but we did not talk about the make meetings. We didn't have a lot of OEM yeah. conversations. So we thought it'd be great to uh, just give a little summary of, you know, uh, some things that were reported on that happened in the make meetings and also some anecdotal stories that we heard from, uh, you know, a number of dealers that, that were in the meeting. So thought we'd cover that really quickly. And then we're going to talk about a little Tesla thing. And then we're going to get on to our last two days of the month, right? Because we're trying to close the month now. Coming off we'll NADA, try, everybody's trying to close two days month. to close. Goes, we're going to rock yes, for it. Yes. So uh, what happened in the make meetings and beyond? So we're going to give you a little broad summary. One thing that was pretty notable and that uh, we also had a nice, 
a nice chance to talk to a number of four dealers and family four dealers about this is that restrictions on the lower tier of the EV, um, I don't want to call it regulations, but if you sign up to be a Ford, uh, in, what is it, Ford, I can't even think, Ford EV dealer, um, you had the tier yeah. one and then you had the tier two and the lower tier. There was a sales limitation on how many you could sell. Um, there were, you know, regulations on how long your fast charger had to be open. It was actually 24 hours, which is really squirrely in some areas. And uh, Ford, yeah. the, the general feeling we had was that Ford lift is, is loosening some restrictions. So it sounds like they're listening to some dealer sentiment. Yeah, so they're moving to basically a business hours uh, for chargers, so they don't have to be open on Sundays or open overnight. Uh, you know, they are changing the uh, ceiling on the number of sold vehicles in a year from 25, which the, apparently they didn't announce the the lift in the ceiling. Um, and then even things like, uh, you know, facilities upgrades and, and changes to that. So we don't know exact. I think Auto News might have uh might have dropped an article about yeah. some of the things that they heard. Yep. Um so but there's definitely a little bit of changes in the wind and and the sentiment, like the the anecdotal sentiment is that they they said, oh, it sounds like they listened to the state associations. It sounds like they listened to the dealers and they're making some changes in line with that, which is healthy, I think. And that's 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 really positive to hear because, I mean, all the shade has been thrown at Ford over the last six months. And so for them to come to NADA to the make meetings and go, OK, we got a couple of things wrong. Here's where we're going. So a um, couple other co couple other things. Uh, Hyundai, they were celebrating the fact that they have gained market share last year, up to 5.2%, up from 49 at the end of 2022. They also said, um, you know, they, they talked a lot about their cutting their ties to like being a value brand. Hyundai is like, nope, we're delivering premium vehicles with premium Strong. tech. We are no longer competing as a low price dealer. That was their roots. That's how they got into the market. But they're saying, hey, we're done with that. Um, also on Hyundai, now we, we heard this earlier because there was a, an early super session uh, with Steve Greenfield and Liza Borges and a number of people on there. And I can't remember who the executive was in Hyundai, but he alluded to like almost like a side comment, almost like the question wasn't even asked, but he knew he wanted to say this. I think it was a man, uh, knew he wanted to say this, but basically mentioned a partnership with Amazon because Hyundai has been merchandising on Amazon. You could go on Amazon and you still can and right. look at the cars and look at the Hyundai models, but you couldn't purchase. But he mentioned something about partnering with Amazon so that now there's going to be like a like buy car button and then they can pick the dealer they want to deliver through. Meanwhile, there's still like Hyundai's building a lot of new facilities, requiring new facilities. And so that was kind of like a record scratch moment. And we don't know. What's it's a record scratch like in in just the fact that it's it's now here. I to to say that OEMs were not going to merchandise and also monetize through Amazon ever it would would have been just silly, right? So For sure. I think they're just the first of many uh, that are going to move that way. I mean, it's just a massive shopping platform, and and uh, yeah, yeah, but the, we're going to see more that of now. That. You can hit a buy button. A customer in my market can hit a buy button on Amazon, and then. Like it's that's that's going to be a big thing. That's going to be a big thing. Yeah, I smell. There's gonna I mean, be, welcome be to being Best Buy and Apple retailer. <laughs> Every other retailer on the planet. Mm, I think it's a lot different than that. <laughs> <laughs>
But see, they're still not going to be able to hit buy and complete the whole purchase. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, right. The thought that Amazon's going to figure that out. Like, no, I mean, Amazon's big. Yeah. But still. You you know, like, uh, I'm going to move ahead because this is, uh, I I also have some some just notes on this, but like, you know, grumpy dealers at the Mercedes meeting, you you were just saying that that the the evidence that you got was like, there was a little bit of, ah, what are they really I, I doing? Heard from, I heard from a know. few people that literally at the meeting, whoever was leading it was like, did somebody die that I'm unaware of? <laughs> literally <laughs> from the stage That's again, brutal, man. we were not there. We just, you know, we're hearing these things. So just take that for what it's worth. Um, yeah. So there's there's a little bit of Oh, a but the highlines are 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 probably moving quicker to direct to consumer style sales or at least uh at least the ability to go direct to consumer as a as a channel. Yep. And Mercedes has proven that overseas. Um, you know, had a had listened to uh the director of digital at uh at the JD Power event and he was saying, "Hey, look, we recognize that there may be people coming through the tier one channel or the tier two or the tier three channel, and we're going to give them the option to purchase at every, like he was very clear that that's coming. It's, it was, there was no like, oh, maybe they might do it. So these high lines are definitely going to pre- press the boundaries on that a lot quicker. I feel like. So here's one. I, I love this. This is just two guys talking. I'm going to say that seven more times why we're saying this because we were not in the meetings, right? So yes, we were not in the meetings except for the JD power meeting. I was there. That's true. (laughs) That's true. No, I mean, we weren't in the make meetings. Yes, exactly. I heard that the Honda meeting was like, it was quite sporty. Um, The very first, Ah, I heard the, oh yeah. I heard they were just peppering the, the team on stage with questions and like, from right out of the gate, just going right for it. Like the first question was about Sony Honda Venture, right? And like you oh, feel a vehicle yeah. and they went in and they went in hard, I heard. And I'm uh, sure. what's the deal with this? Um, what are your plans to leverage your dealer network? What and, and as far as I heard, the answer from the executive team was like, Sony is their own company. We don't have any control over Sony, which is a total dodge. No answer. way. Yeah. Oh yeah. my like, goodness. I don't know. Wow. It's the guy that isn't here. We're going to blame the guy that isn't here. That's always a great strategy. <laughs> so, I mean, they Good obviously, work. there's a lot to figure out. A couple other things. Um, Nissan, you know, gave dealers a note that the, the popular Aria model is just going to be tight on supply. You know, it's very popular and, you know, people still trying to catch up. So, um, look, yeah, it's like a real according family, two, right? According to two <laughs> Nissan dealers that I know, it's not as popular as you think, just as a note. So that's only two, though, in the whole country. But, you know, tight uh, so, supply. So we I can't we, get them off a lot. We say that automotive is a family business. And if, if, if this doesn't sound like a family business, I don't it just know. It sounds what does. like a night at the Thanksgiving table, right? I don't know what does. Um, Charlie, a little, uh, finally on the the kind of make meetings and we'll move on. But uh, Charlie Hall is the the VW National Dealer Advisory Council chair. And this doesn't come from a make meeting, but it's about VW. Um, And he's advocating heavily to sell the Scout vehicle brand in their stores. Now, we've talked about the Scout quite a bit. uh, Big fans of the design and like reviving a brand and doing all that. But Charlie said this, we'll read a quote. He said, we were completely caught off guard with the announcement about Scout and then the lack of information that came after the announcement. He said, we want Scout vehicles to be in our VW showrooms. 
He said VW dealers have been requesting for decades the types of vehicles that Scout plans to launch. They have small pickups, right? A little more rugged, a little larger. Um, the brand's yep. existing dealer network can execute the Scout vision, and we have an idea of what that is because we share the same vision. We've been looking for that kind of product to be in our showroom for a long time, and it dovetails perfectly with the rest of our lineup. I believe it. VW dealers understand brand. Yes, absolutely. And I, I think, I mean... And the VW purchaser is going to want to go to a dealer to ask all about this. And I'm sure they're already getting questions on the showrooms today. And let me, let me, let's just end with this. The reality that in the Toyota meeting, no questions. <laughs> no, that questions. is so everybody's got questions. Everybody's a little grumpy, but every Toyota dealer that we said, said Toyota got off the stage and there were, Zero questions. To which every crowd. executive that was on a stage at a make me was like, Yo, are they hiring over there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, man, that's not cold blooded. Who doesn't want to work for a place where there's great communication, that the sales channel is aligned? Um, like, you get you get it, right? Like, they get it, and yep. it, it, like, it, it just is what it is, right? I think everybody's going to find their way in a different way. Yep. But... And hey, no questions at a make meeting is definitely the envy of the industry right now. <laughs> I have to say that. Uh, I was going to say speaking, speaking of a place where there where there are a lot of questions. <laughs> buttons. <laughs> I can't remember my time. buttons anymore. It's been too long. Monday after NADA. Woo. Hang out with I'm us. Touch this roadcaster <laughs> in, in a week. <laughs> oh, man. So Elon Musk says not to expect meaningful production of the long-awaited Cybertruck until now. 2024. Hey. I think it's like his 33rd time that they've pushed this back. He said the start of production is always very slow. Mr. Musk said on an earnings call, adding, so I wouldn't put too much stock in start of production. It's kind of when does volume production actually happen? And that's next year. Yeah. So, so production sure. kind of begins this year. It ramps up next year, um, but they're already working on a new platform to be released in March. I'm telling you what, the earnings call must have gone good, though, because Tesla stock for three straight days at the end of last week was bumping. Um, so I don't think people are really hanging on the Cybertruck as the end all be all. 59%. That's why. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So why? I don't know. Everybody's got a thing. Look. We're going to get our voices back a little bit today. I lost mine last night yes. because I watched the Eagles game in Dallas. Um, and so I, I was just like, you know what? I'm just, I'm going to yell a little bit. I've been preserving my voice all go. week. Unfortunately, our Bengals Eagles Super Bowl dreams uh, have been crushed. I was on the plane home. Had, watching to, end, that had game. to end the Monday pod with that, didn't no, you? Lift me up, Paul. Lift me up. Lift but me here's up the somewhere. good news. Here's the good news. The auto industry will be around when the Bengals win a Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't know. That's right. I was going to start with that, but man, here's so does that mean you're an Eagles fan now, right? For the Super Bowl? No. Let's crush the Chiefs, baby. <laughs> Let's, Let's go, crush the Chiefs. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go.